want to thank uh, everyone who has been tuning in to the Casanova podcast. We have definitely been on a roll for the last couple of months that we've been going live on iTunes, Google Play, Music, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Shout Engine, who actually is hosting the podcast that gets it out to everyone. So I want to thank Shout Engine for doing that. I also want to say a big thank you to our sponsors, both Spectrum Glasses as well as IP Vanish for sponsoring the podcast and helping us get this out to more people around the world. So in this podcast that we're going to be you're going to be listening to today. We have the one and only the amazing Lucas. He's a YouTube uh, expert on uh, fitness, politics, and gaming, and I'm really honored to have him on the podcast. So definitely check him out. Uh, the link to his channel will be down in the description below, and then you can go and catch him on Twitter as well as Instagram and YouTube at the Amazing Lucas. And that being said, I hope you guys enjoy the channel. And if you wanna. You know, help out with the podcast or even the YouTube channel. Check us out on Patreon as well as we have a PayPal link. So with that being said, go ahead and uh, we hope you enjoy this podcast. Right, and we are live. Welcome, everyone, to another episode of the Casanova Podcast. This is your host, Mikhail Casanova, and I've got the one and only, the amazing Lucas on the podcast. Lucas, go ahead and introduce yourself. What's going on? Uh, the amazing Lucas here. Uh, yeah, I'm excited to be here. Thanks for reaching out to me. Oh, no problem, man. Glad to have you on the show. Big fan of your content. Um, in case people aren't familiar with you, uh, let's go ahead and let them know, like, uh, what your channel's about. Go ahead and plug your channel. Yes, yeah, so the channel's uh, The Amazing Lucas. Uh, right now, I'm covering pretty much uh, politics at the moment. Uh, big fan of gaming. It originally started off as a fitness channel. Um, so those are going to be the three aspects that, that I mostly cover. This mostly going to be politics at the moment. Yeah, and uh, definitely, man, you're, you're covering a politics. Like, for me, when I discovered your channel uh, a couple months back, it's really helped me, like, as I've been red-pilled myself, like, understanding what's actually going on and just getting away from the Democratic mindset of uh, just Id- idiocy and whatnot. But de- definitely thank you for the content that you put out. It's definitely inspiring, man. There's no problem, man. It's just, just, it seems, you know, especially during this administration, there's been more people coming out and speaking out Definitely. because it's, there's a great, there's a great statement by, uh, uh, what was his name? Denzel Washington, where he's like, you know, if you, if you don't look at the news, you're, you're not informed. And if you look at the news, you're misinformed. So mm-hmm. where do you, where do you end up? And it's like, wow, that's a, that's a powerful statement. So it's it's not even to the point of misinformation where it's disinformation. Yeah, very very true. And um, I, it's it's so amazing because I see so many people, especially out here in Hawaii. Um, the only news that they go by is CNN, and they'll just oh. take anything and go with it. I mean, I know you know Hawaii is a blue state and all, but. I have friends that are like, well, Trump's a racist and blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, well, why do you say that? Oh, because CNN said it. He said it was shithole countries. I'm like. 
uh, yeah, man, it, it, it's crazy. I was talking to this lady because I'm over here in, in Southern California. She was a director, and she was telling me how she hates Trump, and Trump is like Hitler. I was just asking her, like, well, okay, why do you feel this way? Well, he wants to take our rights away. I'm like, okay, what rights do you think he wants to take away? And it just gets to a point where there's there's just nothing backed up with what they say. They just just hate him. I'm like, okay, that's interesting. You just dislike the guy. Okay, that's fine. Where do you get your news from? I was like, because in order to have, you know, a well-rounded opinion of someone, you have to hear, you know, what the positive is and you have to hear what the negative is. So she lists off all of these, all of these, you know, networks and magazines and they're all left-leaning. I'm just like, she's like MSNBC, you know, uh, the Huffington Post, uh, CNN. I'm just like, uh, uh, <laughs> no, no wonder your opinion is skewed. I'm like, how are you going to... And that's the thing. I'm a big proponent of knowing the, uh, knowing, I won't say necessarily my enemy, but whoever, uh, whoever I'm debating against, I'd rather know what they believe in and out. I'd rather know their argument better than I know my own argument. Because what's worse, what's happening right now is whenever you talk to someone who's like just a never Trumper, you, you spit out facts. It's like, well, did you know that Hillary did this? Did you know that Obama did this? And they're completely blindsided. Because they live in this echo chamber where it's only one side, one side, one side. So I'll listen to CNN probably more than I listen to, to Fox News. Because I want to know what these people are hearing, what they're actually believing. Exactly. And it's, it's so sad how, you know, a lot of people just don't take or make the effort to learn, you know, the opposite side of the argument or whatever. Like It's exactly like you said, it's an echo chamber. And too many people just need to, I, I don't know, man. I, I don't even know what the cure is. <laughs> I mean, the cure is, it boils down to, to, to each individual. Because right now, it, the media is, is taking advantage of that. They know that people don't have the time to, to do proper you know, research and do their due, due diligence on finding out what the truth is. So they only have about, what, five to ten minutes to check out the news to see what's going on. And then they go on with their day. So they take it to that. And you know, when it comes to the news cycle, they will play the same story over and over and over throughout the day. Mm -hmm. That's so true. And it's just, I mean, especially like, you know, if we were to get into like the Black Lives Matter topic, like all the stuff, like the hands up, don't shoot and all the other stuff, like the media, especially CNN was the biggest proponent of that lie. Oh my God. Hands up, don't. But you know what the thing is, I can't even be mad at them. I really can't because they're fighting for ratings. And yeah. when you really, once people really understand that, like, yo, this isn't, this isn't news. This is, this is entertainment. Like CNN has become like the politics of TMZ. Yeah. I'm just, you, you can't, and that's really, it really skews everything when you, you have networks fighting for ratings because they put out stuff just to put it out in order to get ratings. Like when they they came out with the the dossier, was it that uh, Trump like went to Russia and had like prostitutes pee on Obama's bed or something like that? Yeah. <laughs> what? I mean, it's great for people who are never Trumpers are playing to their base, and you know they're going to tune into that. And be like, oh my god, oh more information about Trump, uh, Trump being just uh, an evil and bad person. So it's confirmation bias. And, I mean, it is what it is. But I think people need to understand, yo, you can't. It's always the people who know the least that speak out the loudest. And I'm just yeah. like, what? And for me, I, I hate being caught off guard. I, I can't stand that. So I'll be quiet and listen to what you have to say 
and see where your knowledge is and see if it, you know, how it, it you know, uh, goes up against what I know. Exactly. You know, and it's it's just like this whole thing, like uh, with the shootings where they, they're now it's the push against the NRA. And it's like the narrative just kept shifting in that whole thing. And, and it's like people just, they just ride the wave. They don't even it's man it's so good to talk to people like you and others because every once in a while i just get it like a sudden feel like yo am, am i crazy am i the one am i losing my mind but you know every once in a while you talk to someone's like nah man this is really what's going on I say, okay okay i'm not crazy it's just okay got you it, it's good to be you know grounded every once in a while so I'm just like they went from to collusion to obstruction of justice to this to that. I'm just <laughs> guys, you guys want to count every penny Trump spent on security, but you, you're gonna turn a blind eye to the amount of money Mueller's wasting on a, a bogus investigation. Not only that, but they had was the Project Veritas that came out yeah. with what came out. I forgot, I forgot his name, but uh, Ben Jones called it a nothing burger. One of the editors talking about, it, oh, it's just a complete witch hunt. How long did that story stay in the public? How people, I guarantee you talk to anyone. They they're like, what? Never even heard. I'm just like, that's what that's when you know that it doesn't matter. They can come out and say, We are fake news, and people would still watch. Yep. And the same thing with like the FISA memo. Like that proved everything, and people just didn't want to believe it. <laughs> so don't get me started, because if you start if you start talking, you start going back. Say, hold up, this happened and this happened, and you get people who just put their ears in their put their hands in their ears and go, no, 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 no. It's just like at some point, it's just like, yo, there's gonna be a breaking point. There has to be, because I'm like, even now they're talking about I'm like evil white cis male, and you know, now in Idaho, if you, you, they can now change the birth certificate to the gender you identify as. I'm just like, yo, this is people are crazy, which is why, which was the reasons why I had it's like, yo, I have to say something. Now I've thought I've thought this, you know, you know, almost my whole life, but it's gotten to a point where now it's being forced, where you have to speak out, exactly. because, I mean, people like you and others, you're going to have to speak out because there's other people who are being completely silenced. I mean, there's people who are losing their jobs for wrong think. Yeah, and what was it that guy at Google? He actually got fired. And then a few months out, the lady says the exact same thing. <laughs> 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 oh, he, even he was like, "Wait, what did she say?" <laughs> you just have to—you have to laugh because you, you have to laugh because a lot of people take this serious. They're like, "Oh my God, we got to It's like you, you, if you take it too serious, you'll go crazy. You'll either go crazy or have like a—I a, don't know—you have your heart heart skip a beat. You just have to laugh because it's like. Wow, this is this is interesting. Interesting times we're living in. And you know, that's the one thing that I've noticed. Like, I, and I, and when I, I talk to a lot of black people, especially out here in Hawaii, you know, when I travel, um, a lot of them they're like, "Man, it's, the racism is it's worse it's ever been." I'm like, "Hold up, it's worse than the 1950s and 60s." We're coming off an eight-year time of a black president where racism is skyrocketing. Lynched <laughs> in the streets. So you telling me? You telling me the racist white people that voted for this man twice just magically what? What happened? They 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 were racist for eight years, 
and then all of a sudden, like I guess the inner the inner KKK Klansman just came up, came up out the water, and was like, "Oh, niggas." <laughs> <laughs> This is what they want to believe. That's why I'm just like, yo, this is, it's just common sense. I'm just, I can't stop but laugh. I'm just like, what? You tell me back in the times where you were not, where we had separate bathrooms, separate water fountains, we had a better then than we do now? Come on. Come on. (laughs) (laughs) It's just, oh, man. Yo, what's so funny you know, because my parents were there when uh, Martin Luther King got assassinated when they were kids or teenagers around that time. And it's so funny. I was talking to both my mom and my dad, and they're saying that um, they find it amazing how this current generation, they're talking about cultural appropriation, they want segregation. Black oh, my God. Black. Cultural appropriation? Did you, I didn't even know what that meant. I had a, Honestly, I had to Google it. And then I heard something about, uh, what was his, Marco Bruno Mars or something, cultural culture. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what is this? They're coming up with new words to get offended. I know, man. The next thing you know, they're going to be offended by a damn cucumber. Because it's <laughs> like the right shade of green. Racist. Like, I'm t- <laughs> it's petty. Like, why, why are you, you're white. Why are you driving a black car? It's like, what? <laughs> it's like, just only black people can wear black clothes. I'm just like, what? What? You know they, they, were, they were going crazy off of Justin Timberlake wearing Jordans. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's like, they're like Tim- Timberlake is bringing Jordans back or something like that. And people just got, just got triggered. I was like, oh, my Lord. What is going on? What about the people that were wearing African garb to uh, Black Panther? Oh my God, please. <laughs> See, you're triggering me. I know what you're doing. You're trying to talk about black people wearing the, the, the sorry, dark kikis or whatever they're called to Black Panther. I'm like, first off, you guys don't even know anything about Black Panther. I don't, I, at least I'm upfront with that. I'm like, I didn't know anything about the character. I honestly didn't like Black Panther because in the comics, I thought his costume was garbage. It was just a black. It was just a. It was a black leotard. I was like, Yo, I don't, like, I'm not watching. I'm not reading. This is garbage. Now they want to come out talking about Wakanda forever. I'm like, some of y'all can't even spell Wakanda. Like, come on. <laughs> I'm just like, wait, come on. Man. And then they want to praise this movie like it's like it like like T'Challa is Malcolm X or something. Like, oh my God, this movie is the greatest thing. Mike, you guys don't recall, you know, Static Shock, Blade, like. What are you guys talking about? Luke Cage back in the day? Um, it was just like, Meteor Man, if you want to go real back. I'm just, what are you talking about? And it just, it's honestly, it's embarrassing. It's embarrassing because how I see it, I say there's black people and there's ignorance. And these ignorance, man, my God, they the, the news loves giving them a, 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 a speakerphone. They love putting them on the spotlight. So I'm like, what other, what other, maybe one movie where white people was like, oh my lord, we, this is the greatest movie ever. We, and it wasn't because it was a good movie, it was because it was a predominantly black cast. Yep. That's it. That's what kills me. I'm like, you guys will accept anything. Because in my opinion, I didn't think the movie was that good. But everyone is like calling me crazy because it's a black cast, a black director. I'm like, do you guys, they can't, they can't disassociate like the race from, what what is actually what 
the quality. Like when you talk about presence, they couldn't disassociate that Obama was black because because he's black makes him a good president. I'm just like you guys. You guys are crazy. I'm like no other aspect of life do you do you hold that stance. If you were to go to a hospital, I'm like you know what, I don't want the best doctor. I want a black doctor. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want the best doctor. I just want a black doctor. Oh, okay. All right, sir. Yo, it, it's just it's so insane the the logic, and I don't even know where this came from because I feel like prior to Obama, it was not nowhere near what it is now. But it came because Trump. Trump does not give. You know when you have that fu money. Yeah. Where, where it's like you, you just like someone can say just the meanest thing to your face. You're like, I don't, I don't care. Like, if I wanted to, I wouldn't. I don't have to deal with you for the rest of my life. I can fly to, you know, I can create my own island. That's what Trump has. Yeah. And and think about Hillary. Think, oh poor Hillary. Oh my God. I honestly thought she was gonna be on suicide watch. <laughs> I, I honestly, I was like, yo, this lady. They need to watch out for her. She may, she may go off the deep end. And she's, so like, still, she's still crying about why she's, she's, <laughs> she's still salty, bro. Because <laughs> you have to laugh about it. You have to laugh. You you have to laugh about it. She stayed with Bill Clinton, and Bill Clinton, Bill. <laughs> I'm sure if you talk to Bill Clinton, Bill Clinton's like, I'm surprised she even stayed with me for this long. <laughs> put her through the mud. Put her through the mud. And then she wants to talk about how she's a feminist and everything. Really? Really? <laughs> I'm like, this dude, if, if, if this had been any other relationship, this man would be locked up or she he, he would be dead by now. Because the world would have killed him. She would have killed him for the amount of disrespect that this man put her through. And she just, you know, kept a smile on. She's like, okay, I'm going to go for president. I, I need that Clinton name. I need that Clinton name. I need that Clinton name. When Obama came in, she was like, damn it. <laughs> you know she was pissed when Obama won. She was like, all right, okay, I'm going to bite my lip. I'm going to wait till I'm gonna wait till Obama gets his terms. He's, then she was like, oh, he has two terms? Oh, my God. <laughs> she gets her chance. All these years, you know this is what she wanted. Ever since Bill won the presidency, she's been feeding for the presidency. Yeah. She finally gets her chance. And she she's expecting, you know, Marco Rubio, you know, Santorum, Gingrich, somebody, right? Mm -hmm. This fool, Donald Trump. She, You know damn well she wasn't even thinking about Donald Trump. Donald Trump blinds <laughs> it was the <laughs> You know, no one, no one in the right mind. Well, that's why. That's the thing. That's the beauty of it. everyone wants to. Oh my God, you you like Donald Trump? I'm like, here's the thing. No one in the right mind woke up and was like, you know what, babe? You know who'd make a great president? Who? Donald Trump. No one said that. No one in the right mind said that. I'm like, you guys want to talk so much trash about Trump? You want to know who's wonder what what's really bad? It's it's through comparison. If this man is so bad, you know what? I hate to see who he ran against. Yeah, and that's what they that's what they forget. It's not that Trump was the best thing since sliced bread. It's just that Hillary was Satan incarnate. <laughs> so true. <laughs> and people knew this. They saw it through her. 
I mean, she had, think about, I'm like, the, the, the chances of this man winning the election was like a million to one. Hillary had the media behind her. She had the DNC completely booted Bernie. <laughs> yeah. He got blindsided. It was ugly. Blindsided. We had Donna Brazil, Susan Rice, Loretta Lynch. We, she had everybody. Had the FBI call me talking about under testimony how he was spineless and how he was. She's like, she had every, she had Hollywood. Even when he won the election, she had Hollywood had coming out with PSAs talking about, please don't give this man the electoral. Please don't do it. Yeah. I'm like, you guys want to talk about collusion? What about collusion with Hollywood and our media? We had polls giving her a 97% chance of winning. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, because, because the people, I don't know why people are blindsided. Because if, if you were saying, back in 2016, if you were saying, I voted for Trump, you'd be castigated. Yeah. They'd look at you like, what is wrong with you? So people kept quiet. Yeah. They're like, oh, well, I don't know. I haven't decided yet. I'm an independent. And sure enough, when the polls came, he wins. But what do they, they still can't let it go, bro. Because what do they say? She won the popular vote. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, you guys know how the popular vote works? I mean, it goes by population. Where do you think the most highly populated places are? They're not Republican. <laughs> I'm like, but you know what? You're right. I'll give you that. I won't even I won't even rain on that parade. You guys can work on the popular vote. We'll work on the presidency come 2020. It is like the participation in a race. Second place is good. Not if there's only two people running. That's crazy. That's my rant. Yo, what is going on with Maxine Waters, yo? Oh, my lord. This chick over here like, impeach 45, he's not my president. If he ain't your president, how the fuck are you going to impeach him? Some of the stuff they say. I was like, he's not your president. Huh? Are you an American citizen? Yes. Uh, well, then he's your president. <laughs> I might know people he's not a president to are the legals. Oh my God, dude. It, this whole thing with immigration. And, you know, I, I said this to somebody at work yesterday because they were saying how, well, America was founded on immigration and we, we need more immigrants because they make the economy better. I'm like, look at California. <laughs> I'm just, yo, it, it kills me whenever they talk about immigrants. Because here's the thing. They want us, they can they can distinguish between, <laughs> between 60 plus genders, but they can't tell the difference between an illegal immigrant an illegal immigrant? No, remember it's undocumented. Undocumented. That's right. Because <laughs> I forgot what they said. They they didn't want to offend, or they want something. They want to alienate the people, or something. Something crazy like that. I'm like, yo, this is this is Looney Tooney. I'm in Looney Tune land. Man, it's it's just. And then with the left, with the left and transgender and all that, they really going off in the deep end. Base. Are you on Facebook? Because have you seen those Facebook things where they're like, "Oh, what would you look like if you were the opposite sex?" I swear, 
that that's something to try and normalize the transition. Are you serious? Yes. Nah, bro. I haven't been on Facebook. I got banned a while ago. I just never returned. I had to get off of it, man. I got people over there. They're talking about the hate Trump. He's just destroying the country. He's doing this. He's doing that. I'm like, and they're posting shit from like 2016 as if it's going on right now. <laughs> I don't get it. I'm like, anytime he, he posts something, they're like, get out, uh, resign, resign. I'm like, why would you want him to resign? The economy is booming. Black yeah. and Hispanic yeah. unemployment is at all time lows. I'm like, what are you talking about? The man's about to talk to, to North Korea, but you guys want the man to resign? I'm like, oh, my Lord. Even CNN had to give him props for that. Yeah. I almost fell out of my seat. I thought I was, I thought I was in heaven or something. I was like, oh, man, I must have passed. You're like, wait, wait, uh, a comment from CNN? What? <laughs> I couldn't believe it. And I forgot her name, but she was the same lady that called Bush uh, a, uh, a monkey. I'm like, yo, if she called Obama a monkey, uh, not Joy Reid, uh, it's, it's, it's this white chick, blue eyes, brunette, I forgot her, I forgot her name. Uh, yeah, I know who you're talking about, I can't even name either. Yeah, I'm like, people forget this, she called, she was referring to George W. Bush as a monkey. I'm like, imagine if she said some crazy far stuff like that about Obama. It'd been game over. Oh yeah, done. But here's the thing. I totally, I told, I, I, like, I don't understand. There's so much disrespect for this man, and he's the president of the United States. They're not giving him a quarter of an ounce of what they showed Obama. Exactly. I'm like, yo, this is crazy. And like the thing I keep hearing from people, like, I ask some people, I'm like, what do you guys think of the tax cuts? Oh, it's the apocalypse. It's the worst thing ever. Like, Hold up. You're getting more money, and that's bad? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, wait. That, that's what really confuses me. I'm like, you, you do know you're getting more money back. Uh, uh, yeah, but but still. What but still? <laughs> oh, my God, dude. I, I you heard a lot. They were even lying about the tax cuts on the, the media, talking about, oh, it's only for the rich. It's only for the rich. I'm like, what? The thing, here's what I don't get. I don't get. It's like when they when they talk about tax cuts. I'm like, do they expect tax cuts for just like low income households? I'm like, do do they understand tax cuts are for everyone? Like, I don't, I don't understand when they say it, oh, rich people get tax cuts too. I'm like, yeah, that's how that that's how tax cuts works. Right. I'm over here like, hmm. I, I mean, I didn't wake up and be like, hmm. I got an extra two three hundred dollars on my check. I'm pissed off right now. <laughs> I'm angry. I'm angry. I'm getting more money. I, I, you you wanted something? Give it to the government. I forgot. I was I was watching a uh, what's his name? Uh, Bill Gates talking about. Well, I believe we should get taxed more. No one is stopping him. There is no law in the books that's stopping him from giving more money to the government. I'm like, if you want to give more money to the government, you go right ahead. But you go right ahead, Bill Gates. You too, Warren Buffett. <laughs> I, I am so sick and tired of these fools talking about. Oh, we should be taxed more. Then give more money. Exactly. Shoot, it's a, it's a write-off if you do. Probably. Yo, what is with this generation and one socialism? Have you noticed that? I, I, yeah, bro. I don't, I don't get that at all. I'm over, I don't, it's, like, that. 
I'm over here. Like I said to somebody uh, recently, they're talking about we need democratic socialism because we need equality for everyone, and we should just be given things. I'm like, hold up. So then, basically, I'm like, so you're saying that by that logic, if I'm successful, I'm a problem. So I should strive to be nothing. Exactly. <laughs> they understand. Like socialism is all good. Don't. The problem comes with socialism. I forgot the quote. The problem comes with socialism when there's no more money. There's no more. There's no more. I forgot what the quote is. But basically, when rich people start leaving, whose pockets are you going in? Exactly. Because if you think I'm going to be successful and make a good, 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 uh, good income, and I'm just going to be taxed up to like ninety percent, uh, yeah, I'm going to leave. That's what's going to happen. Like rich people, uh, I don't know. They want to vilify success. Yeah. And I, that I don't understand. Like, they want to vilify success and then praise mediocrity. That's my, that, that's, that's just mind-blowing to me. That's just completely the opposite of everything I've been taught and how, how I've been raised. Exactly. It's, it's insane. And I'm over here like, so I should, I have a friend, and it's funny because uh, her and I, we almost dated at one point, but we used to, we used to be real cool, and she was like all informed on politics. And now she's like, "Well, you know, democracy. Uh, our current uh, capitalism doesn't work. We just need socialism because you know there's no way that anyone can become successful in the current age and with everything going on. And if you're black, you're disadvantaged all the time." I'm like, "Hold up!" I said, "What have you gotten on this train? You're half white, grew up in an all white neighborhood, rich parents, rich schools." And you're complaining oh. about what? <laughs> just makes you upset. I can't stand it. Can't stand it when you got you know fools making million. You got the LeBron James and Colin Kaepernick talking about oh we're 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 we're, we're at a disadvantage. I'm like, bro, you can pay millions upon millions to put a ball in a basket. Like, please don't talk talk to me like you're one of us. Please don't. I'm just like, what are you talking about? I say, like, okay, you know what? Let's switch. I'll play basketball. You you do my life. How does that work? Right. I'm just, I just it doesn't make it, it doesn't make any sense to me because I'm like, no other place has capitalism. Capitalism number one system that has gotten millions of people out of poverty. Because how capitalism works is off of value. That's basically how it works. I'm not talking about crony capitalism all that. I'm talking just basic capitalism. You have something of value. We come to agreement on price. There we go. I give you currency. You give me the product. I don't understand why this is so difficult for people. Because they're lazy. That that's really it is. They have no drive to do anything. Yeah, I, I think that's what it is. Because I'm like, you can't talk about, you know, these evil rich people. I'm like, I'm going on YouTube and listening to freaking 18 year olds and 16 year olds talking about how they're how they're raking in six figure incomes off of selling stuff on eBay and stuff. I'm just like, yo, in the a day and age of the Internet and the, just the access of information at your fingertips, there is no excuse. I mean, even Bill Gates said, I, I think it was Bill Gates, who was like, yo, if you, you're, you're born poor. That's not your fault. If you die poor, that's on you. Oh my god! This this politically correct society, man. This, this shit is killing me. Damn, uh, it's killing us. It's killing us slowly. That's what it's doing. 
I feel like, like, I swear to God, like, dude, I walk around and I'm over here like, I don't want to deal with nobody because the, the mentality is so freaking stupid. I, I can't. Yeah you, yeah, you just get a distaste for, like, people. It's like, yo, you guys are stupid. And you're like, ah! <laughs> That's what you're in the back of your head. It's like, there's nothing wrong with being ignorant. I'm ignorant, on, I'm sure, on tons of stuff. But there's a difference between ignorance and willful ignorance. It's like it's being ignorant and being joyful about it. Like they don't want to learn. They don't want to know the truth because if they knew if someone it's 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 this idea of just shirking responsibility. Yeah. Because yeah. if you blame if you can blame so and so or you know whatever you can bl- if you can push blame on someone else, well now you don't have to take responsibility. Now you can be happy about where you are because it's not your fault. Exactly. But the second one tells you, yo, you're where you are because of the, the good and the bad choices you made. Now, now it's like, oh, damn, now it's on me. Now it's on me whether I'm successful or not. Now, now it's on me whether, you know, I, you know, have a good job or not or I have the credentials or not. Exactly. And it's like, I had someone tell me, they're like, oh, because you're black, you're oppressed. I'm like, what? And they're like, oh. <laughs> Because you're black, you're also not going to have as great of an opportunity. You can't rise up. I'm like, hold up. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) Don't you put that curse on me, Ricky Bobby. (laughs) (laughs) It's just craziness. But I'm like, think about it. Think about if you were growing up, someone told you that. Think about if your parents told you that. Well, then you're going to act accordingly. I'm like, that's the worst thing anyone can do is to tell someone, well, you're disadvantaged because of this, this, and that. I'm like, even we have, <laughs> I'm like, there's handicapped people where they're talking about, well, he's handicapable. I mean, there's people with no arms and legs drawing with their, with their mouth, doing pictures and selling it. I'm just like, yo, what are you talking about? Exactly. It, it's so insane. I'm like, I'm, I'm like, hold up. So you mean to tell me that I'm an IT analyst and I'm making close to six figures and I'm oppressed? <laughs> <laughs> right? I'm like, yo, can you share some of that oppression with me? Right? <laughs> well, if this is what oppression looks like, making bank, I want to be oppressed. <laughs> Oh my god! I dude, this 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 generation, man, and they're the future. That's the scary part. But that's how it's working, man. Because I mean, they're getting them at a young age, and especially with these teachers nowadays. These professors, oh they're just god. indoctrinating them with liberal prop- propaganda. And when you're in school, I mean, your your job is essentially to get an A. It's not necessarily if you retain any of that information or you agree with what the professor's saying. It's not even really, it's no longer to, to critically think. Because no, if your not. professor has a certain view, and I've had friends who are in UCLA, USC, and they're like, yo, I've talked to my professor, and he's like, no, I don't agree with that. So you have to write a paper according to your professor's views. Yep. And it's like this whole thing that I'm seeing, like the whole male privilege and then white guilt. Where, where did this come white from? Guilt. That's, I love white guilt. That's the best thing ever. That's 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 better than French French toast, man. man it, white it, you got white people hating on themselves for being white. I'm like, what? <laughs> I need to use that and next time I go to a restaurant. I'll be like, you know what? You better give me your food because of white guilt. Right? I'm, I'm <laughs> not, man. I I say do it. 
record it and do it, I guarantee, I guarantee the family be like, you're right, <laughs> take it, take it. <laughs> At the same time. <laughs> At the same time, at the same time, you're like, yo, this is this is dumb. But at, also at the same time, I'm like, yo, this is this is kind of cool in a little in a in a little bit, just a little bit. This is kind of cool. Cause it's like you could just anytime you need an excuse, you're like, oh well, you're where you are because of white privilege. And and the beautiful thing is, people will believe it. They're like, you're right. Here, cut in line. Take my spot. Be like, you know what? That PlayStation Four God Award that you got, it, yeah, it, no. here, take it. You're right. My <laughs> white, my white privilege got me to the front of the line. It wasn't that I slept here overnight. It was my white privilege. I'm gonna start using it like like a magical wand, but I'm only gonna use it in times of need. Like if I need a parking space, like yo, get out of my space. Your white privilege got you that spot. <laughs> yes, sir. yes, sir. Yes, sir. Right away, sir. I'm terribly sorry. Like they put people screaming, like you need to acknowledge your privilege. <laughs> I was like, I want to say, yo, there is no white privilege, but at the same time, I can't help but just be just entertained by this. I'm like, oh, this is this is awfully entertaining, dude. And like people like what? Justin Trudeau in Canada. Oh, please, that that. <laughs> Because he's not a man. I don't know what is going on with that that man. I wouldn't be surprised if he was like a space pod alien or something. <laughs> like, like years later, we find out he was an alien from Mars or something. I'm like, eh, I, I, I believe it. I believe it. Yeah. Bad dude. Oh, my God. I got it. That's what I'm like, yo. It, it's like... Seeing him is like the ultimate antithesis of Trump. It's yeah. just, I was just like, wow, that is crazy. And then with this Hollywood Reporter magazine that came out with the rise of the beta males, I'm just like, yo, this is, this is insane. Because if you speak to any woman, they're like, yo, we don't, we don't want this. We don't sign off on this. Right. <laughs> I thought, bro, I'm talking to so many women where they're like, what's wrong with guys nowadays? They won't even approach me. I'm like, well. They're turning them into toy boys. That's why. Exactly. Was it you that did the video about Trump shaking uh, Trudeau's hand? Oh yeah, how he just compl- just the, when he, when he went to that conference with the yeah. leaders, but he was so alpha in that conference. They didn't even know, they didn't even know what hit him. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, that's right. Show them who America is. That's right, Trump. Like when he goes to the front of the line where he just pushed everyone out. And then just, you know, straighten his suit. I was like, yep, that's America. Because Trump has that vintage pimp. He People does. keep thinking, like, he, they're going to change him. Right? Like, no, Trump Trump is vintage pimp. Because not only does he have that ego, but he has the money to back it up. So I'm like, there's nothing you can tell this man. He's not even taking a paycheck being in office. <laughs> exactly. I'm like, yeah, what are you, you going to say? And like, how do you hate this dude? And they're mad about that. Oh, they're oh, extremely mad about it. They're trying to get him like, oh, he must be breaking some law or something by not taking a paycheck. Yo, they're, I forgot the dude who spent like millions campaigning trying to get him impeached. Like the dude who spent like, uh, uh, like I saw his Twitter ads. I don't see him anymore. Because <laughs> he probably lost a bunch of money. Idiots. Like I'm like, 
how do you guys even think how how do you think this impeachment process works? Like you think with a, a Republican Congress, who's going to impeach him? Who's like I know you guys can write up the articles of impeachment, but who's going to pass on this? Like who's going to vote on this? Like you know what we're impeaching him because the con- the country's doing good. It's doing good. You know Democrats will try and do something like that. You know they would. With the economy going up, what, what, what were they talking about? Well, it, it can only go up so high. We're, it, we're expecting a, a big fall with this such high numbers. I'm just like, ah, oh, you guys, like, you can't win. You just can't win. No, you can't. It, it's so sad. Do it. <laughs> Yo, I, I got to ask, bro. So why do you like Trump? Man, it's, it's, I like Trump because he wasn't Hillary, just straight up. I mean, it could have been a potato running against Hillary, and the potato would have gotten the vote. <laughs> I'm, I'm dead serious. Like, I, I'm telling you, like, a steamed potato would have gotten, would have won the presidency. It reminds me of, like, the South Park episode between a giant turd and a, uh, what was it, a turd and a giant douche. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, yo, this is, this is the presidency. And it was like, Trump, after coming off of Milk Toast Obama, because honestly, we didn't even have a black president. We had a black female president. Because you know Michelle was running things. You know Michelle was running things. Yeah. So I'm like, there was this one, what was it? It was like this photo op where he was like sitting next to this lady. I forgot who she was. And Michelle like gave Obama the stink guy. And oh, had, yeah, I remember. You remember that? that? And had him switch positions. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Brad, you lose your man card, man. What's wrong with you? Oh, my God. Dude. I'm like, Trump is an OG. That's why so many rappers backed him. I mean, this dude was like, he was in people's rap songs talking about, I want that Trump money. All these black people he was, he pictures with, only, only up until he started running against the, the, the goddess Hillary, did people say, oh, he's racist, he's evil, he's bad. They loved Trump. They were giving his money for years. Did they forget what he did for Jennifer Hudson? Jennifer Hudson? Remember when her family died and he put her up in a Trump hotel and took care of her for like months? Oh, what? No, I didn't even know about that. Wow. Yeah, but he's racist. I'm like, um, Crazy. Yeah, man. He won the Ellis Island Award along with Rosa Parks and Muhammad Ali. Man. I'm like, <laughs> but this is crazy. This is, I mean, that's what that's what we're dealing with. But I was like, yo, I like, I like his bravado. And the thing is, yeah, he's not a politician. I mean, that's his that's his strong point, and that's also his weakness. Because he's not a politician, he's gonna ruffle he's gonna ruffle a few feathers because he's not gonna know how to be diplomatic and appease both sides. But because he's also not a politician, he hits with regular people. What are you talking about? Wouldn't you? <laughs> when he's talking about the people kneeling, the NFL players kneeling, he's like these sons of bitches. <laughs> I was like. Yo, that's what we would probably say, like, in, like, you know, close quarters. Probably not the best thing for the President of the United States to say. <laughs> but at the same time, I, that's that's what resonates with people, is that he's one of us. Like, I, we all expected, you know, some, some, some rough times, because, like, he's never held political office. Like, this is the, think about this. This is the first time him being in political office, and it's the highest, it's the highest office you can take. He's been a businessman his whole life. So I'm like, him, him with no experience in politics, not knowing who's who, 
and especially running on the Republican side, given that he was a Democrat for, for quite some time, he's doing pretty damn well. Yeah. But you know what? You, you can't say he's doing well because it seems like Obama is doing more out of office than what he was doing eight years in office. Because every time Trump does anything, well, that's that's because of Obama did it. The tax cuts? No, 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 no. Trump didn't do that. Obama did that. All the jobs for blacks? No. <laughs> black, black unemployment at all-time lows? Well, no. Uh, Obama did that, people. Get it right. Yo, I have to say to people when they're like, oh, we got all these uh, jobs for blacks because Obama. I'm like, hold up. You mean <laughs> it took him eight years? <laughs> <laughs> This is crazy. They're crazy, man. That's what it boils down to. They're crazy. Because the media, the thing is, the media feeds this craziness. And they will do any, they will flip over backwards to try and skew the numbers or find like a, some type of a, a, a loophole to give credit to Obama. I'm just like, bruh, come on. Man, I got people I know saying that they don't, uh, they say they don't they don't talk, they don't deal with politics, but Trump's a bad president. I'm like, if you don't know nothing about politics, they're just talking out of the butt, bro. Every now and then you just gotta put them on blast. I like to do it in like big crowds around people just so people can see how stupid they really are. So if yeah. you think like this person, do not speak out loud. Because they just, they, they're just like, oh, I, I hate him. I think he's horrible. Why? Well, uh, I just think he's horrible. I'm just like, yo, that's not, that's not a reason. Like, like that's not an argument. It's not. It's, it's, it's insane. And they'll be like, well, you know, he said grab women. He said grab, grab him by the pussy. And I'm like, but you're walking around with a pussy hat. <laughs> I'm just like, yo, this is crazy. I'm like, think about this. This is that's the worst they had on this man. That's the worst they had on him. Is a 12 year old tape. I'm like, wow. That's and his love of cheeseburgers. His love of cheese. I'm like, he loves. I'm like, can you blame the man? McDonald's is freaking delicious. Yeah, I mean, what's more American than that? Right. (laughs) You know what I'm talking about. Oh, is he? And, and, oh my God! You, I know you saw the press conference where they, the, where the doctor came in talking about he had good genes and like, oh my God! It was so this, angry. Just waves. They're like, any signs of dementia? Um, does he have real teeth? Does he use dentures? I was like, yo, wow! They're really throwing shade on this dude. Man, it, it's sad. And then you know the worst, the worst of it was the State of the Union. Oh my gosh, the state of oh that was just disgusting. It was. What really what really got me was the black caucus just not just did he how are you gonna I understand you if you wanna give it to Obama, give credit to Obama, fine. If you don't like the man, fine. But how are you not gonna stand for black unemployment being an, at record all time lows? How do you not stand for that being the black caucus? <laughs> then it just shows how much they hate this dude. And how much I'm just like, yo, you guys are just love the white liberal. <laughs> it doesn't make sense to me. Doesn't doesn't make sense to me. But they brainwashed. I mean, how they how freaking libs Democrats have done the black community? That's what really upsets me because they have completely just brainwashed an entire generation. 
Yeah. Just completely brainwash an entire race of people. <clears throat> to where they're growing up thinking that they're at a disadvantage. Where, you know, they're not good as, as good as someone else. I'm like, how can you, how can you even imagine to succeed if you feel that, you know, both legs and both arms are tied behind your back? And see, I don't know if you've watched uh, any of uh, Jesse Lee Peterson or uh, Tommy. Well, Tommy Satamore seems like he's just angry at black people. But um, yeah, he feels like he hates black people. I was gonna say like um, uh, what's call Like Jesse Lee Peterson, he has some people on that are all about uh, Black Lives Matter and they're saying about how they're oppressed and this, this, and this, and that um, they want segregation. I'm, I'm thinking, I'm like, wait, so y'all want to undo everything that Dr. King and everyone from the South <laughs> like, You know racists are going, yeah, right, absolutely, segregation. I'm like, wait, you guys want to go back in time? Wait. It doesn't, doesn't make any sense, man. Makes no sense. Like this whole stuff with Bruno Mars, and they're like, he's only successful because he's stealing black music. I'm like, if we go down this rabbit hole that they want, oh my, it's black only. Like, why don't y'all just go to Wakanda? Oh, wait, it's not real. Seriously, you know what? Get your ticket to Haiti because it's not a shithole country. Uh, why don't you guys, why don't you guys make Haiti great again? Why don't you do that? Yeah, because don't they have uh. Was it in South Africa? They doing the whole genocide stuff? Yeah, I mean, there's slavery still in, uh, in, in certain parts of uh, a Muslim-owned uh, countries, I'm like Saudi Arabia and stuff like that. I'm like, you're still doing slavery is still out there. They want to talk about women's rights. Why is it that all all the Muslims want to want to talk about women's rights here? Talking about how bad America is, how evil America is. I forgot her name. Linda Sarsu oh, wants to talk, just bash America. I'm like, why don't you go to Saudi Arabia and try to have your women's march? See how that works. Have you guys just were allowed to. Have what you is that? She, have you noticed that she tries to talk black? Bruh. She try. I'm from. I'm from Bronx. I'm from New York. I'm like, yeah, yeah. I'm just like, what? <laughs> Shut. Up. I'm like, if we were, if we were in, it, I, I just can't stand it. I just can't stand her. Like she's oh. like street cred. I'm like, go have your women's march in Saudi Arabia and see how that works. Considering you women were just allowed to drive last year, just given the right to drive, yeah, I don't think that's going to work out so well. I'm like, you, the women are treated like second, second, they're not even, they're treated less than dogs over there. But you guys have the audacity and the temerity to bash America. You want to know what the difference is? Is that we allow you, thanks to our constitution, you have freedom of speech. You don't have that in North Korea, in Saudi Arabia, and other places. How, I mean, I've been trying, I've been asking this to a lot of people. How does feminism, uh, female rights, and Islam and Sharia law go together? It doesn't. <laughs> it doesn't. Like, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> It's like, it's, it's like, I don't know, a bull in a, a, a china shop. It's apples and oranges. It's not even apples and oranges. It's like apples and rocks. Like, it just... <laughs> just like... <laughs> if you were to order a hamburger and someone brought you out a turtle, you'd be like, 
what? <laughs> you would just be confused. Just like, I don't even know what's going on. I don't even know how you heard turtle. I'm not even, like, I'm at McDonald's. Why are you giving me a turtle? What, like, what's wrong with you all? Oh it's just, so, it's such the antithesis of anything that has to do with women's rights or any of that. But the thing is, you know, you, you want to know what the thing is? The thing is, is when, when these people are brought up in that, in that, uh, in that culture, when you're brought up believing and taught, you know, you have to, your testimony in court is only, you know, there's only a portion to what a man's testimony is. You start, you adopting that, that mindset. You adopt that belief. It's the same thing out here, you know, in America with, with blacks talking about, well, we're, 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 we're at a disadvantage and, you know, we're less than and we have to work harder. It's like, yo, if you were raised believing that, well, that's normal to you. That's normalcy. So to a lot of these women who are brought up in that culture where the man is basically king and God and they're, they're freaking their slaves, well, that's normal to them. And the crazy thing is, the greatest example I think someone told me was, you know, in a room full of crazy people, if you're the only sane person, well, guess what? You're the crazy person. I'm like, yeah, that's crazy. Like, I was watching, um, I watched Steven Crowder, his recent one, the uh, male privilege. uh, Uh, That was excellent. Dude, when he brought up, and they were talking about um, how there's all this police brutality and black crime, and he brought up, well, you know, black people make up 13% of America, but they also make up the majority of the crimes, and the, the white girl and the other black girl were like, that's not true. That's not true. I'm like, hold up. I grew up in South Memphis in, in Niggerville. <laughs> and, and basically, you know, in my neighborhood, in Norwood, man, I remember somebody every time he turned on the news, it was 30 people getting killed per day. Damn. You, you go down the street, there's a shooting, there's a, a drive-by. I remember walking to the library and I got mugged and held at gunpoint. And wow. I'm like, the people that were doing all this stuff were blacks. I'm like, and I'm not trying to say all black people doing that, but it's like when people bring up the statistics of crime, I can believe it because I experienced it. Right? Exactly. And everyone's experienced it. But the thing is, that's where the money is. That's where the bread and butter is. This, the second, my thing is the second that black people start to acknowledge this and start to do something about it, we would rule the world. In all honesty, that's how I feel. But when it comes to Democrats, white liberals, they won't, they can't allow that to happen. They can't allow that to happen. Because they need, they need the votes. They need their, their terms to stay in office. And that's what they've done. But right now what we're seeing, we're seeing a switch. Because black people aren't, aren't any any longer, you know, the favorite of, of, of white liberals. So now I'm going to Hispanics. Because they know where the, the they know what, what's which side of the the, the the bread is buttered. Now they're going to illegals because they know that they're gonna start voting for them. So black people are left in left in the left in the wind. I mean, they're killing each other off with that. Have you heard about that new uh challenge they're doing, the you lacking challenge? No, what is <laughs> what is that? So basically, the you lacking challenge is you walk up, you get the drop on somebody, you pull a gun on them, you have your phone out to record it and live stream it, and you ask them, you lacking. So then they turn around. If they got a gun, they pull a gun on you and say, no, I ain't lacking. Or if they do, they, they, if they are lacking, they get shot. Uh, wh- what? Yes. 
Dude, it, back in Memphis, which is where is Memphis and Chicago, Detroit, they're doing this. It's the most popular uh, challenge amongst the black community right now or the, oh, the ghetto community. And it's like, apparently on the news, it happened a couple of days ago, one dude did it and shot his friend in the head. And he's over here like, I didn't mean to kill him. I didn't mean it. What? I, I, oh, my God. That's... It's See, that's what I'm talking about ignorance. That's what those those aren't black people. Those are ignorance. Yeah. That's what I call them. Because every race has their fair share of ignorance. It's like those people are just like, yo, why are you? Why do you have to be the same skin color as me? Like, why do we have to be in the same group? I'm like, that's craziness. And yeah, I'm just, it's just like now I can understand like why people say we need to ban guns and all this. We need to ban the Second Amendment and all that. Like, because the crazy, they're, they're stupid people. That's not even crazy because they knew they know what they're doing. That's just stupid. It's like how how can you think that you pull a gun on someone, you pull a trigger that they're not going to either get hurt or die? I didn't know. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> what do you mean you didn't know? You've never seen a gun before. You don't know what guns do. I didn't know I was going to shoot him. I'm sorry. That's a death penalty just for stupid. <laughs> Like, I'm, I, I'm so lucky that like I'm not a judge because I just like yo death penalty. I'd be giving out death penalties left and right. right. I, well, <laughs> I, was gonna, I didn't know I was going to shoot him in the head. It, what, what? No, I'm sorry. Either, either you have two options. This is what I would give. I hope one day in an alternate world I'm probably the president or something or a dictator. <laughs> I'm just like you have two options. When you do stupid stuff like that, you either get the death penalty. Or you get your balls chopped off. You, you get castrated. That's it. Because we cannot have you reproducing. <laughs> that level of stupidity, that's cancer to society. Oh, God. The thing is, you get these idiots who are just popping out three and four children. I'm just like, no, uh-uh. We can't have that. We can't have that. Because the people who are actually responsible, it's literally like the movie Idiocracy. Because the people who are responsible and, you know, working hard, they know that having a child is a, is a hefty responsibility. It's like, yo, I have to put them through child. I have to put them through college. I have to put them in school. I have to put food in their, you know, in their bellies. I have to put clothes on there. I was like, yo, that's a lot of money. But ignorance, they don't think about that. They're like, oh, we got another one. And then ignorant begets ignorant who begets ignorant. That's where we get these stupid people having stupid babies who having more stupid babies. I'm like, No. There would be there would be a ban. I'm sorry. There would be a rule. I'd be like, nope, sorry. You have to pass a proficiency test in order to have children. Man, this is it was funny. I was talking to a sociologist, sociologist the other day. He was like, yeah, I believe that we should have licenses for for being able to have children. I'm like, wow. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, how do you how do you enforce that? That's the only thing I was thinking of. Because I was like, okay, what happens if someone that has a child and, you know, they don't have a license? What do you do with that baby? What do you say? I was just like, you know, I, to a certain extent, I'm just like, yo, because, like, some of these fools don't, do not deserve to have a baby. Not all, you can barely provide for yourself, much less another child. It's, it, it's insane. Dude, you know, out here in Hawaii, um, Maybe, I, I think a lot of it has to do with the culture out here too. But you got people that not even twenty one on their third or fourth kid. That's I don't understand. I don't get that. 
And, you know, this girl, like, back when I was dating, I'm married now, but when I was dating, um, girls would be like, well, you got to be a good daddy to my kid. I'm like, wait, wait your kid? Yeah, all three of us. <laughs> I think that's the fastest way you hear a dial tone. <laughs> They're like, hello? Hello? Uh, hello? Uh, hello? Did you hang up uh, on <laughs> This no, is no longer in service. Uh, just, just like what? I don't even have a problem with people. If you can, here's the thing: if you can provide for that child, knock yourself out. Exactly. But it, it's those who can't provide who don't know anything about anything having children. I'm just like, I don't get that. I, that doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah, I, I had to, to go off on one of my friends the other day because she. Every time she is, how old is she? She's 26, 25. She's got six kids. And she's pregnant what? a seventh one. Yes. And I'm over here like, each one of your kids got a different dad. She said, No, oh, you're lying. You're lying. I, I swear to God, bro. Are you serious? I swear to God. And I'm oh. over here like, I, I, I had to say to her, I'm like, Wait, so you thought this was going to work out? Yeah, I really did. I'm like, so the other six times you thought it was too? <laughs> I'm like, you would think by the, you know, the second or third child, you would think maybe I'm not such a good uh, judge of character. Exactly. Just like what? I'm like, and, and how are you providing? Oh, well, I went home to stay with my parents. And I'm collecting welfare. Oh, God. I just, I don't know. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense to me. Oh my I'm like, that's why you know. That's why I can't hate on like gold diggers. Cause I'm like, yo, some of these women who are gold diggers, I'm like, at least they got the right idea. If they get pregnant, well, they know he's gonna be able to provide for the child. Exactly. But I'm just like, yo, come on. And have you noticed that a lot of a lot of women? I'm not. I'm not trying to harp on women, but it's kind of a fact. A lot of these women that keep getting knocked up, they ain't striving to be nothing else. Man, if that's the case, that's really sad. They, sh- they, they should be neutralized. Like I said, in my world, they would be neutralized. As simple as that. No questions asked. Like, I don't, I don't get that. I don't understand that. People just, like, if you committed murders and stuff, I'm like, nah, done. It's a wrap. Like, there would be a deal. Where is it? There's a, uh, where is it? In the Philippines. What's his name? Duarte. He doesn't play that. Nope. Like, you do drugs over there? It's Gable. He's, <laughs> it's Gable. He's killing you. Like, he doesn't play. I'm like, hey, we should adopt the same thing here. Because I guarantee, if there was a guaranteed death sentence for any drug dealer, the hoods would be cleaned up within the week. I'm like, nah, man, I, I, uh-uh. I, I like living too much. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go see if I can get a job application to Wendy's or something. <laughs> it, it'd, be, it'd be done, bro. It'd be done. You know, because the thing is, the penalties right now, it's like, yeah, you can, you know, skirt the penalty of, like, well, officers, my first offense, whatever. If you knew that you, by you selling illegal drugs, no matter what it was, no matter what the narco- narcotic was, that it was an automatic death, like, just no question asked, death, I guarantee that would change a lot of people's minds. Yeah, it, it really would. <laughs> Damn, right? It really would. It'd be like, mm, I like living. So yeah, I'm, not gonna, 
No question asked. Like, if you saw someone with drugs, you would start running the other way. Yep. Oh, somebody uh, in the chat, uh, Black Star dude, he brought up, uh, he said, this reminds me of the time that there was a photo of an African-American boy wearing a sweatshirt that said, coolest monkey in the jungle. <laughs> oh, dude, I remember that. People like uh, They went crazy. Triggered so many people. Just, just complete triggering. But here's the thing. It's the same thing with the commercial, the Dove commercial. You remember that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where it was like, oh my god, oh, how can they do this in 2000? I forgot what year. I think it was this, maybe, no, maybe it was last year, 2017. Oh, this is disgraceful. The actress who was in the commercial, she was upset at people. She was like, yo, I signed up for this. I knew what it was. And the thing is, the commercial wasn't even how they were portraying it. I was like, if you look at the complete Dove commercial, there was nothing wrong with it. The same thing with the monkey in the jungle. If if they did a natural interview with the parents and the child, she was upset at people uh, getting on her. She's like, yo, my son, you know, we went through all this to get this, this commercial, this ad and everything. And now they, they took the they took the deaf commercial off and they, you know, would uh took off the, the ad with the kid in it. Like you guys, I get if they were just like an overt, like racist I don't know, ad or something. But I'm like, sometimes it's like, yo, take it easy. Yo, have you you heard about the woman in Arkansas that sued Walmart for racial discrimination because... For locking up this... Oh, bro! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, you had to bring that up. You had to bring that up. But I'm, I almost... I'm, oh, my goodness. I'm a... Oh, I, I kid you, I almost ended off. I was at I was at a bridge when I heard that. I was just like, you know what? I don't need this anymore. I don't want. I don't want to be on this planet anymore. This <laughs> is <just> crazy. This <laughs> is crazy. I'm like anyone who's been in the hood or has grown up in the hood knows that they lock up. They have aisles. I did. They have aisles of just stuff locked up. Yeah, I went into the hood. I, uh, I took a picture of it on my Instagram, put it on my story. I was like, uh oh, that's how you know you're in the hood. <laughs> I went and asked one of the employers, like, yo, why is this locked up? Like, Are people really stealing? He's like, dude, he's like, if you only knew, yeah, they were stealing like it just, just constantly. I'm like, well, this is why we can't have nice things, black people. This is why we can't have nice things because we have ignorants who are stealing shampoo and freaking toothpaste. I'm like, oh. <laughs> you can't make shit up either. Just saying this, just saying this stuff, it just makes you like, yo, am I really saying this out my mouth that someone's stealing? They had, they had the coffee locked up, bro. I was like, they had the de- I can't get decaf coffee without pushing a little ringer and having someone open the door for me. This is crazy. Yo, this is just- they had deodorant locked up. <laughs> I'm like, yo, I can't get it. <laughs> Deodorant? Bro, it was... <laughs> I'm like, how are you talking about it's racist? It's, you, it's not, it's not racist. It, like, it's, 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 I don't know. It just, it, it, it shuts down my brain. Because it's so beyond a level of comprehension. It, it'd be like if I asked, what's one plus one? And the child raised their hand and said banana. I'd be like, I gotta, ha- I, I, hold on, I'm sorry. I need to, I need to go to the restroom and just sit out sit this out. 
Because it's just like, what? That doesn't even make any sense. Yo, the SATs and ACTs are racist against black people, even though black people get the advantage on those tests. Right. Bro, I can't. <laughs> I can't. It just, it gets to the point. <laughs> it's the point. We just nod your head and smile. Like, oh, wow, that's horrible, man. Yeah, you're right. You just have to because you're tired of fighting battles. Yo, I swear, it was one day, when I heard about the lady who's suing Walmart over that, I was driving, and I had to pull up in somebody's yard, and I just, I just had to sit there and just shake my. <laughs> you just got it, man. Because first you start laughing, it's like, yo, this is crazy, and then you get angry. It's like, wait, hold on, this is stupid, and you know, every everyone else is looking at this lady as a representative of all black people. Exactly, but she she's making everybody look bad. That's the thing. She when when that's the thing they don't understand. When these ignorants go out and rob and kill and steal and all that, it's not that they look bad. They make everyone look bad. Mm-hmm. That's what they don't understand. Now the, the problem is this is seen as a positive. I'm like if you look at any other community with Asians, if you're not a doctor or a lawyer or making you know at least a million, you're like banned from the household. Yep. I'm like, every other race, we have Hispanics coming over, crossing the border illegally to get paid for less and being successful. I'm like, everyone wants to talk trash on how they got 20 people up in the house. But guess what? Every single one of those people are either getting an education to get money or they're making money. Mm-hmm. And that's it. I'm like, now they... they <laughs> I saw this lawyer, this lawyer who came over here illegally <laughs> and is... is is fighting to help other illegals come over here. I'm like, that's crazy. They're coming over here illegal, illegally. They're getting education and then helping their family coming over here illegally. I'm like, black people, what's going on? Come on. What other country can you go in illegally and demand rights? <laughs> what other country? You know, I was like, this is crazy. And then they want to tell me on CNN that they're scared of coming out. <laughs> they were marching at the White House. What are you talking about? <laughs> oh my God! We got California being a sanctuary state. Oh, we we don't we <laughs> we don't want them to go in hiding. Go in hiding. They, they have more rallies than than freaking the the women's march and stuff. They have more. <laughs> It's craziness. It's craziness. Dude, like Mark Dice says, it's true. Liberalism is a disease. It is cancer. What I really don't understand is black people fighting for it. I'm like, dog, you you know that they're taking your job, right? I'm like, they're not taking, you know, white liberal who has a four-year doctorate or something like that. They're not taking his job. They're taking your job. Yo, is it true, like, since you're in California, like, is it true... That um, there are jobs that people can't get if they don't speak Spanish. Yeah, bro, yes, absolutely. You can't you think about it. If you, you you think about it, so the main goal of a business is to is to make a profit. Yeah. With all the legal immigrants coming over here, they're not speaking English; they're speaking Spanish. So you think as a business owner, I'm going to let that money just go away? Of course not. I want someone who's going to be bilingual. I want them who's going to be able to speak English and speak Spanish so we can cater to Hispanics who are over here. Oh my 
white. I'm, I'm, I remember the days of going to McDonald's and be like, well, you know, white and black kids. I mean, it's, it's no longer that. It's all Hispanic. I, dude, I remember flying from LAX uh, a couple months ago, and all I saw at the restaurants was just Hispanics. That's what that's what it is. Because not only not only do you have to pay them less, but those that can speak English and Spanish, well, why not? Why wouldn't I? You'd be foolish not to hire someone yeah. like that. Yeah. And it's like it's it's gotten to a point where you're gonna have to learn Spanish if you want to to you know. Be successful, you know, and at present day, you're gonna have to learn Spanish because it becomes such a dominant force. I mean, what is it? U.S. Census, I believe, by 2020, uh, Hispanics are to be the majority. So I'm like, it's just, I'm like, but I'm like, why? I don't get why black people are fighting for for illegal immigrants. I don't. I'm like, what? That doesn't make any sense to me. I'm like, you're fighting for you to be jobless and homeless. That's what you're fighting for. I'm like, they're not, they're not in it together. We're not in this together. Hispanics care about Hispanics. And I can't blame them. I, you know, I, I can't honestly blame them for that. Because they care about their family. Yeah. And their family helps their family. And their family helps other families. I'm like, if we have the unity that, 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 black, that, that Hispanics have... I'm telling you, we would we would be a force to reckon with. I'm like, no other. What type of nonsense is this? Where we have blacks killing blacks at a higher rate than any other race? I'm like, that's crazy. How are you gonna rob from yourself? How does that work? It's just like the whole like with the Super Bowl when they were rioting and burning things down. I'm like, why are you burning down your own businesses? <laughs> what? You angry at me, so you're gonna drink the poison yourself? How does how does that affect me? I don't understand. It doesn't make any sense, man. Doesn't make any sense. And like when they say like how you know when most blacks would say like oh there's no opportunities and we're oppressed. Y'all spend billions on weave a year. Billions. Uh, don't don't get me stuck. We don't not even weave shoes. Right. Right. <laughs> I, I kid you not. I almost lost my mind when someone told me how much their shoes were. Like, yeah, I spent like five hundred dollars. I mean, I didn't even know shoes cost five hundred dollars. I didn't know there were such items like that. Like, yeah, these Jordans. I'm like, then I started thinking about it. I was like, okay, okay. Now I understand why people lose their lives when you step on their shoes. Because someone is <laughs> as stupid as that sounds. I'm like, okay, maybe I can understand that. You step on a pair of, you know. Eight hundred, a thousand dollars shoes. Maybe we may get into a little scuffle. But I'm like, why are you spending that money and not investing? Exactly. That's what I don't understand. That, I don't. I don't get it. It, it makes at all, man. Because you get all you get a lot of these these ignorants talking about our forty acres and a mule. I'm like, okay, I'll give it to you. I'm like, say, say, say we get our 40 acres of meal. Say, what's the equivalent of that? I don't know, a business and a Bugatti. Say we all get a business and a Bugatti. I guarantee you, by the end of the week, if not the end of the day, half of, if not all, 80% of blacks would have lost their Bugatti and their business. Because it has nothing to do with, it has nothing to do with the money. It has to do with the knowledge. I mean, if you were to give everyone a million dollars, you can see this by millionaires who win the lotto. Over a course of time, they're right back where they started. 
Because it's not the money, it's the knowledge of how to use that money. It's, 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 it's using it as a tool. And it's like the, the biggest thing is like education. Even if it's not college education, just having a skill set and understanding how things work. And that's, that's really it. That's really, and that's the beauty of, of, of uh, capitalism. Yeah. It's like you don't have to be the smartest man in the world in the in the room if you know how to sell. That's all it is. That's what life that's what life boils down to is knowing how to sell. Resume, that's knowing how to sell you. Yeah. Any job you get, you're going to be selling something. No matter how high how high it is or how low it is, you're going to be selling something. That's how you make money. By selling value. So I'm like the person who knows how to sell. God forbid they, they're creative and know how to come up with the product. They know how to sell and they have a product that's a good product. They, you know, the sky, the sky is endless. But what kills me is that people think that it happens overnight. And I think that's what's happening right now with the millennials, or, you know, with our generation, is that they want it right now. And I get it because that's what we've been trained to, 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 to believe. I mean, with our phones getting faster and faster, you know, with food, we can now, you know, order it and have it come to us. We don't even have to drive anymore, thanks to Uber and stuff like that. Yep. So it's just, it's, it's all, it's all encompassed around this, this, this instant gratification. And I'm like, I've, I've read like documentaries and biographies and, and it doesn't happen like that. Like people spend years and years and years of their life in order to become successful. Man, it's, it's, it's amazing. <laughs> it's, oh, yeah, there is no thing as an overnight success. There isn't. You may see the riches right now, but you didn't see the time, you know, where they, they were spending sleeping in their car, you know, eating freaking, you know, bread to survive. That's what you don't see. It's like um, when I was in college, I had a point where... Um, I, I just say this, man. I was young and stupid. There was a point, uh, my sophomore, my junior year, I was homeless. I was still going to college, and a lot of people, people didn't even know it. I didn't say it. I didn't look it. I, I was sleeping in the bathrooms at the college campus, sleeping in classrooms. And I'm like, I'm gonna get my education because I'm gonna make something out of myself and not grow up the way, you know. The way my parents had, you know, mm-hmm. and I'm like, you know, the worst thing is to be poor. I don't want that. I've been through that. I'll do whatever right? I have to. <laughs> so. Yeah, and I think I think a lot of people haven't been there. I don't think a lot of people have been to that those depths where it's like, yo, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not accepting this. I'm not accepting this reality. I'm, I'm going to change. And you find out, like, if if people will we'll have the same drive to, to find out how to, to make income or make, you know, affiliate marketing or whatever it is, as much as they hate Trump, they would be, they would be millionaires by the end of the week. <laughs> yeah, they would be. I mean, it really boils down on what you put your focus towards. And that really, that when someone, when I, I think I read in a book, I was like, yo, that's crazy. It's 100% correct. Because if you put your focus on on, you know, I don't know, being the greatest YouTuber or whatever, everything else gets pushed aside. Everything else gets pushed, in the, you know, on the sidelines. You focus on, you know, making videos on how to get an audience and how that. 
Well, the same thing goes for someone who's pushing focus on, I don't know, how not to be a good YouTuber. You know, it's that defeatist mentality. And, you know, speaking of YouTube, I know a lot of people that have been focusing on, like, you know, ever since I started, like, a year and a half ago, almost two years ago, I know a lot of people that think it's all about your subs and your views. And really, I think it's just primarily about marketability. Uh, what are your thoughts on that? I mean, yeah, I mean, how it boils down to, because the thing, one thing I realized with YouTube, because uh, I started off as a fitness channel. I was like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to do this fitness thing. I'm going to make it awesome. And it was like, there wasn't a lot to talk on. Because I'm not really one for rehashing, you know, the 20 ways to do a bench press or the 20 ways to squat and all this. I'm like, yo, there's only one way to do it if you want muscle growth. And it's, it's pretty cut and dry to me. But I get that it's it's a marketing and you have to, you know, come out with fresh stuff for your channel. So it's like, yeah. I didn't want to do that. What really, really put left the sour taste in my mouth is when I actually competed, and I realized all that, all that, you know, all that glitters isn't gold. You know, I spent so much money competing, whether it was, you know, the 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 coaching, the the meal prep, uh, the buying the NPC card, buying the entry for the for the contest, buying the hotel, you know, buying the tanning. You spend all this money, and you come out with a trophy and a, a sword or whatever, which is cool. But it's like, yo, I can't, I can't pay the bills with that trophy. I can't pay the bills with that sword. So unless you're gonna go all in, then there's no real, there's no real reason in doing it, other than I guess to have the, you know, the kudos. Yeah. And then when Trump and when the, the election came out, I was like, I've always been political. I haven't voiced it, but I've always been political. I was like, you know what? Let me make a, a little video out with you know how why Trump won and see how just test the waters. I was really light, just just testing the waters, and you know people responded. I was like, you know what? I politics is always going to be something to talk on, always, especially with Trump administration. And I always have an opinion. I always like you know debates and stuff like that. I always like hearing opposing viewpoints. And I'm like, you know what? Let's go for it. And that went from there. Because before I was doing, it was, it was mostly fitness, and I was doing a little bit of uh, pickup. Because I started off in, like, I grew up with the pickup community, with, like, Mystery Method, and from there I went to RSD and all that. So I'd give advice, and I'd do boot camps and stuff like that, which was good. But, I mean, I don't, it just, it just seemed natural. Because I seem right now, we have to fight. The day and age where a, a man wins Woman of the Year, I, I'm sorry, I got I you have to speak out because because they're censoring people. That's what's happening, and I can't I can't stand a bully. That's one thing I can't stand, and that's what it's, that's what it's becoming. The left is becoming a bully. Yeah. And the worst thing is, is that other people are believing this bully, and they're being brainwashed. It's like, yo, I can't I can't stand by the sidelines and just allow this to happen. So, I, one of my other questions for you is, uh, what made you? Uh, take the red pill, and you probably answered this already, but I'm asking anyway. But what made you take the red pill and refuse the Democratic mindset? Well, I grew up uh, conservative. Like, my mother and my father, fathers wasn't so much in the household as opposed to my mother, which is typical of, you know, black, uh, black household. But it was mostly, like, you know, put it in work. My mom was an RN, her father was a surgeon. Like, you 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 put in work. She busted her butt off to get me through private school all my life. And, you know, I grew up knowing what rich rich was 
and what poor poor was because I you know I had to take classes uh, uh summer school classes at uh you know, not not some from some of the best schools mm-hmm. but I realized yo there's two sides to this coin and it really boiled down to choice I was like yo what what do I what do I want to make of myself you know what do I want to do and I think there's this progression in life where you come to a point is I and you know I I parallel this to like pickup and dating because it comes to, it's the same thing. Cause it came to the point where it's like, Oh, I just want to, I just want a girl. And it's like, Oh, I just want a hot girl. And then once you get the hot girl, it's like, Oh, well, this is, wasn't exactly what I thought it was going to be. And as you get older, it's like, well, well now I don't, I don't necessarily, I mean, it'd be good if she's hot, but I want to know what's her credit score. Like, you know, what are her beliefs? Cause it's like, yo, if I want to raise a child and have a household, I can't have a, a divided household. So I need, we need to be in alignment. And you start thinking of like more deeper, deeper things that you you weren't aware of when you were younger. And I think that's the same thing when growing up. It's like, yo, you know, when it comes to politics, it's like, yo, uh, you know, everyone should get an A. It'd be cool if everyone got an A. And then you start realizing, well, some people study more than you did, or some people have. It's like, well, if they study more than me, I studied just the same amount as them. I didn't get an A. Well, now it's your job to find out why you didn't get that A or why you didn't get that grade. How do they go about studying? You know, what days did they study? What areas did they study to get that grade? And it's the same thing in life. It's like, yo, there are people who are very wealthy. And it's like, well, everyone should be wealthy. It was like, no, they're wealthy because of the steps and the, you know, the steps and decisions they made. Well, I can make it how I see it. When I see a millionaire, when I see these billionaires, it's like, yo, you know, we're not cut from a different cloth. I can do the same thing that they do. I just want to know how they did it. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, it's a great, there's a, what was it? I think it was a, a quote that says, it's like, if you want to hide anything from a black person, you just put it in a book. And I'll, <laughs> and I'll, never, I'll never forget that. I was like, damn, that's crazy. So ever since then, I started reading, you know, about these millionaires, about, you know, stocks and investments and, you know, real estate and all this and just how to spend my money and started thinking about retirement and stuff like that. I was like, yo, I got to, you know, you started, started educating yourself. And one of the great things, one the, I think it was uh, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, a way, way old book. But oh, the thing he says, yeah, right? Yeah, he's and, uh, yeah. yeah, One thing he says is, 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 is increasing your vocabulary. I was like, the vocabulary? What is that going to do? That's like some BS. And I started thinking about it. I was like, you know what? He's damn right. Because like, if you don't know what, you know, uh, I don't know, uh, uh, EFT is, or a stock, or the difference between a stock and a bond, it's like, that boils down to vocabulary, boils down to the definition. The more you know, well, that's, the more you know, the more knowledgeable you are, the more you know where to put your money, and what's a good investment, and, and a bad investment. You know, how much should you be re- earning on a return, you know? So, it, it boils down to learning new words, and just really wanting to, to, to I don't know, to better yourself. Because I think everyone wants to better themselves, but they don't know what that end goal is. And and I think everyone needs to have an end goal, whether that's you know being a millionaire or or you know having a wife and kids and a huge house. I think they need to put that down on paper and then take the steps necessary to get there. Exactly. Because I'm talking to so many people who are like, I have dreams, I wanted to do this. I'm like, well, why didn't you? I was like, well, this and that and this and that. And it's like that's the difference between you know. The employee and the employer. I don't. I don't get why people criticize or vilify corporations or 
or these businesses. Now, when corporations go awry and they do, you know, horrible stuff, then yes, of course, that's, that's horrible. But like these small business owners who take that risk of starting a business, I mean, until you've actually done it, you, you don't know what the stress is like. Because especially when you start having employees and you know, well, they have a family and they're, you know, dependent on you for their paycheck and providing for their family, it, it, it brings in a whole different, it brings a, a whole different uh, a meaning to everything. And that's, I mean, that's what it, I mean, that's what it boils, I kind of lost the question because I kind of ranted on. But I mean, that's. No, it's fine, man. That This is, the whole thing with this podcast is all about organic conversation. So this is. I mean, but, yeah, that's, that's, that's how I view things. And that's how I, you know, I, I'd like to have a family. I'd like to treat my son to, to view things that way and have him be great in whatever he wants to do. I think a lot of people, I mean, a lot of people, they have too many chefs in the kitchen. Because you have, you have your girlfriend saying one thing, your mom saying one thing, your dad saying thing, this thing, and your, your friend saying another thing. And it boils down to what you're good at. One person I like is Gary Vaynerchuk, and he talks very much about self-awareness. Mm-hmm. I think that's one thing people really aren't, is self-aware. It's like, yeah, you want to do that, but are you good at that? Yeah. It's like you have to know your difference between your passions and your talents. If they align, great. But in many cases, sometimes they don't. So, I mean, no matter how skillful someone is, they're not going to beat someone who's just naturally talented at it. Exactly. And it really does come down to you have to be honest with yourself whether or not, you know, you actually can or cannot do this. Like, for me, uh, when it came to music, like, most of my siblings are all very musically gifted. And I had to work really hard to even compare to what they would do. And it just came to a point where I'm like, you know what? That's not for me. And I can step aside and acknowledge that, you know? Yeah. But so many people aren't, they, they, they aren't willing to do that. It's more of a pride thing. Yeah. And it's just like, yeah, why would you spend years, waste years in doing something that you're not good at when you could have spent, made so much progress in half the time doing something that you are good at? Exactly. And, but that's, that's a struggle in and of itself. Because, you know, so you get to a point in time where it's like you, you finally get that realization, but now you have to find out what you're really good at. And that's a journey of itself. So it's, it's you know, the quicker you come to that realization, the quicker you can go down that path. And the more you know about what you want, that end goal is, the quicker you can acknowledge what you need in your life and what you don't need in your life. If you're having a girlfriend who's telling you, why are you always working? Why are you always doing that? And you know your end goal is, well, I want to be financially secure. Well, you got to let that girlfriend go because she's not mentally where you are. And if you're having friends talking about, well, let's go hang out. Let's go party. Now, I'm not saying, uh, of course, you know, all work and no play makes Jack a dull boy. But if they're doing it every day and just constantly distracting you, well, you got to let those friends go. Now, I realize as you get older, you know, the friends that you hang out with when you were younger aren't the same friends you have when you're older. Because they may be still doing their childish ways where it's like, yo, I'm trying to, you know, be something. I'm trying to do something for myself. And that's when you have to start aligning yourself with people who are doing better than you. You know, I, I had this philosophy and this, this is something I learned um, when I was doing my apprenticeship in, in college 
and it was if you want to be successful, surround yourself with people that are successful. Look at what they do, pick up their positive traits, and just try to incorporate that into yourself. You know, and it starts with you know writing down goals of what you want to accomplish, and everything that you do should be a step towards achieving that growth. And you know, even right now, I'm 29, and I'm you know if I were to look back to where I was three, four years ago. It's, you know, it's night and day, but I'm still not where I want to be. I want to be on Trump level. I want Trump money, you know? <laughs> it's like everything I do from certifications, you know, my degree, the certifications I'm getting, you know, I am furthering myself in IT. I try to tell people, IT is very lucrative, and there's a lot of growth in IT. Yeah. You know, and I, I everything I do is just to get to the next plateau, you know, with, I like what you said about the whole thing about relationships. If you got a girlfriend that's complaining about why you're always working, that was my, you know, many of my exes, they hated mm. it. Like, oh, you're always doing, you're always working. You're always studying for school. I'm trying to, to get somewhere. Yeah. And it's like, either you're coming with me and you're going to work with me and we're going to better each other. Or I got to let you go, you know? Yeah, yeah, you're absolutely right. You know, the smart ones, the smart ones will keep quiet because they already know, oh, wow, he's going to be something. Smart ones will keep quiet. They'll, 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 they'll cook for you. They'll make sure you're happy because you they, they know that you're going to be something. Yep. Oh, man. Hey, what's what's your thoughts on the mainstream media? I can let you rant on them. <laughs> mainstream, mainstream media is just trash, bro. It's It's... I mean, they're great science fiction writers. I think that's what they are. Yeah, they were pushing that Russian collusion for a year. Like I said, like I said earlier in the, in the, the podcast, I was just like, they're, they're, it's based off of ratings. I'm like, so how do you can trust a, a news network that's fighting for ratings? Yeah. And not only that, but they're, they're, it's, it's, it's no longer news, it's propaganda. Forgot the poll that was coming out that ninety-one percent of what comes out of the news is negative on Trump. And it's just like, yeah, how do you? That. Yeah, yeah. It's like you know what? In a world like that, we're the crazy ones. Like, wait, you like Trump? It's like I totally understand why you hate him because everything you hear about him is negative. Mm-hmm. So it's just exploitation of people's time. That's what it is. Because they know people don't have the time to to. You know, to, to cross-reference what they say or to, to double-check or, you know, to actually do a search and research. They just go as face value because why? They're on TV and they're a news station. That doesn't mean they actually, you know, tout news, but, you know, mum's a word. Exactly. All right. Uh, I guess I got my last question for you. Um, considering everybody lost their mind at the announcement of the Super Smash Brothers, what are some games that you're looking forward to most? I'm not a Smash. You mean Super Smash on the on the Switch? Yeah. Yeah, okay. I, some game, game. <laughs> what was that? I was gonna say I'm not like I play it casually, but I'm not a fan of it. Like it's I'd rather play Street Fighter or Mortal Kombat. Oh wow, you're hardcore. Man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm a, I'm a fan of uh, a Smash. I grew up with Smash the N sixty four. Um some games it, well, obviously, it's Spider-Man. I'm excited for that. You know um, with the, they they got to come with the Spider-Man PS4. So. I, I, I don't, if they don't, that'd be so stupid. 
I was just like, I don't even, I don't, I don't even know what they're doing. Honestly, I'm so upset with Insomniac and Sony. I'm just like, we, they've gone complete rogue on us. But yeah, I'm excited for that game once we get a release, uh, you know, a, a release date. God of War, uh, definitely. Oh my God, I grew up with God of War and all that. I can't wait for God of War. Um, where are some other good ones? Uh, Detroit Become Human. I have that pre-ordered. Excited for that. Uh, I'm a sh- I'm really saddened by uh, what's uh, Days Gone being delayed till 2019. Yeah. What? I don't know Bruh, I can't stand that. I can't stand it when they t- say a game is coming out one year. Like, oops, well, it's being delayed. I'm just like, yo, then don't even, don't even tell me. Yeah. Uh, Red Dead Redemption. I didn't play the first one, unfortunately, but I'm excited to see the second one. See how that goes. Because Rockstar doesn't put out trash. No, they don't. Always, always top quality with them. I can't uh, the bad game they've done either. Yeah, me either. That does, yeah, solid. Uh, Ghost of Tsushima. I'm excited to see some gameplay on that with Sucker Punch. See what they do. Yeah. Uh, what else? I'm not, not. I don't care about dreams. Sorry. I don't know if anyone likes that. Not <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my cup of tea. Uh, but those. I mean, those are pretty much the heavy hitters. I was looking forward to. Definitely. Um, excited for this year's E3. Should be solid. It's, what are your thoughts on this whole rumor of the PlayStation 5 in 2020 and the Xbox 2? I heard that. I heard, I, man, I'd be kind of pissed because I just got a PS4 Pro. Right? I was like, wait, what? A PS5? I'm like, am I really that behind on the party? Am I that late? <laughs> yeah, man, I got my PS4 Pro and a HDTV. This year. Because that, that's the thing that's getting me. I'm like, why would these companies release much more? Like, I feel like the PS4 Pro and the Xbox One X were what they wanted to release in 2013, but they couldn't because the yeah. technology wasn't there. So it's like, why would you release a console that's technically another generation? And then in two years, you know what? We got a new one. Right. I just... No, I... I don't know, man. Yeah. If it comes out, just get it though. <laughs> true, true. I'm gonna have to read. I, I got some contacts in Sony and be like, "Hey, can I get that PS4 Pro?" Uh, hey, <laughs> give it to me because you got it because of white privilege. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Uh, I guess uh, people in the audience is watching. Y'all got any questions? If not, um. I, that's all I had, man. This is a fantastic podcast. This is my favorite one thus far. Thank you for being Enjoy on being on here. Um, go ahead and let people know where they can find you, uh, what uh, product uh, projects you got in the works, and uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so it's uh, YouTube, the Amazing Lucas. Uh, the Twitter is Amazing Lucas, but without the I. So it's M-A-A-M-A-Z-N-G, and then Lucas. Uh I have to start my Facebook again, but it'll probably be the Amazing Lucas there as well. Got to keep it consistent. Yeah. Got to avoid getting uh, getting banned and censored. But uh, yeah, that's pretty much it, man. All right, and as y'all know, I'm Mikhail Casanova, host of the Casanova Podcast, Hawaii's favorite YouTuber. Yes, I'm claiming that title because no one else is. <laughs> Do it. 
<laughs> and uh, you can catch me on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, all the same thing. Mikhail Casanova, Casanova with a K. And you can find me on YouTube, same thing. And if you want to catch this podcast, it's on iTunes, Google Play Music, Spotify, um, Stitcher, and TuneIn Radio. Same thing, Mikhail Casanova, Casanova Podcast. It'll send you right there. Oh, I forgot the Instagram. Yeah, it's the same thing on Instagram, too. Definitely. So everyone who's watching it, if you listen to it, if you're watching this podcast, definitely go and subscribe to my man, Amazing Lucas. He's a very successful YouTuber. Very appreciate it. Uh, definitely. Again, thank you for being on the podcast. Man, I got to link up with you on PlayStation. We need to yes, you do, man. <laughs> I stay in touch. So definitely. Fight nonsense. Oh, wait, we got a question. Okay, uh, what's your question, Liquid Metal? You, you in the chat room? What's your question? Liquid Metal. I told you guys earlier we had a Q&A. Y'all should have had it ready. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, Liquid Metal, what is your question? Anyway, like, what's your thoughts on that that PS4, the God of War one? I kind of think it looks ugly. But, oh my, that is utter trash. That's what it is. Absolute trash. Like, if they didn't show the commercial. No one on God's green earth would have known that it was a, a God of War PS4. I don't know who designed it, but they need to be fired. True. That's the ugliest thing in my life. What about Absolutely. that that that, that uh, Monster Hunter one? Did you see that? No, I didn't see that. Yeah, that one came. It came out. It was available for a week, and then GameStop got rid of it. Really? Yeah. Yeah, that's. <laughs> I was a big Monster Hunter fan. I was the point where I had to spend like forty hours beating one monster. Yeah, that's. Um, I got shit to do. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just keeping right. it. <laughs> All right, so Liquid Metals, uh, his question is, why do you think your video, Star Wars Last Jedi Review, Rant, Worst Film of 2017, is your most viewed video? That's a good question. That's, that's really a good question, because I got like, a crap load of subscribers off of that video. Hmm. I don't know, man. Uh, my last video, my last Star Wars video did fairly well. It didn't do as well as that one. The Star Wars was it, Last Jedi. Or the Force Unleashed, one of those. I forgot which ones. Force Awakens, something like that. Yeah, yeah, that was garbage. But this one, it was just like, this is crazy. It was, it was just, it was just too much. The thing is, with this one, I think it was so bad that everyone knew it was bad, and I think it just incensed people when you know critics were saying that it was good. Wasn't so I always JW stuff in it too. Yeah, and I think that's, I think that's really what it was, the SJW stuff that just drew drew people over the edge. Because you had people who were, I was watching the reviews, and I was waiting for someone to, to criticize it, but everyone was like, oh, this is really good, this was great. I was just like, am I, once again, am I taking crazy pills? <laughs> so I just put it out there, and I just, it was just like, yeah, it was just like, it was just so poignant how they were going about this SJW. It was just like, yo, this, women are just God's gift to, to mankind, and they're going to, you know, the future is women. I was just like, yo, come on. I'm like, why are we injecting politics into Star Wars? I'm like, that I can't stand. It's, it's like when I go to see a movie, I want to be entertained. I don't want to be propagandized to. Especially some BS. 
And what really got me with the first one was Finn. Because the first thing, what did everyone think with Finn? I, when I, I saw the posters, he had the lightsaber and everything. I was like, we're going to have, okay, Finn's going to be a black Jedi. Okay, that's going to be cool. Turn yep, that, flip the script on us. Flip the script on us. This dude is some weak, just the typical freaking, you know, dancing dang, dancing monkey in the movie. Where he's uh, just just uh, the butt of the joke. Or he's just the comedic relief. That's what it is. I was just like, yo, what is this? This is garbage. And then with this new one, I was just like, what? I'm not, like I said in my review, I'm not even that big of a Star Wars fan. But I know, like, Star Wars, you know, can here and there. For them to put this woman, uh, I forgot her, Ray or whatever her name was, to put her, what they did with her, that was absolute heresy. Absolute blasphemy. Like, I can only imagine Star Wars fans who watch that would be enraged. Because if they pulled the same stunt with Spider-Man or something that I liked and knew a lot about, I would be upset. I'd be heated. So I can only imagine as someone who knows the canon of Star Wars, who knows, you know, you know about the characters and their backgrounds, they're probably livid. They're probably more, even more livid than I am. I think the biggest thing about that video is that it resonated with many of the, the fans that actually watched the show who didn't, you know, weren't on TV or didn't have a subscriber base that they had to worry about, you know, or they didn't have to worry about the, the video being flagged or censored that were, you know, were saying that the movie was great. I was just telling it like it is. And I'm just, I, I was just sick and tired of this. That's the same thing you did with the Black Panther movie, too. Hey, I'm, <laughs> hey, yo, you can't just serve me dog poop and then tell me it's pizza. Like, I'm not... <laughs> I'm not stupid and I'm not blind. But you get all these people who are just like, oh, this is the best pizza ever. I'm like, you know damn well that's dog poop. You are putting dog poop in your mouth saying that it's pizza. You know, the funny thing is when I watched your uh, Black Panther, I watched your Black Panther video before I saw the movie. And when I went and saw the movie because my wife wanted to go see it, when it got to that part with uh, Killmonger came in and he came in and just took over, I was done. The movie just fell apart for me from that point on. I'm like, it's stupid. I'm like talking about the culture and you're doing everything to break the law. Like, you don't fucking care about the culture. Exactly. <laughs> Say this to ignorance, so you The black ignorance out there, the, the, they will fight you with their dying breath defending this movie. I'm just like, I, maybe if Killmonger had cheated during the fight, but the dude won fair and square. He's yeah. physically superior than you. He's intellectually superior than you. I mean, he has you beat every way from Sunday. But I'm supposed to be rooting for this weak freaking T'Challa dude? Like, come on. I don't even know that much about the Black Panther comics, but apparently T'Challa was the one that actually created all the, the, the gadgets and stuff like that. They made his sister create the gadgets and stuff. So I'm like, they just completely cut this dude. Yeah. I'm like, you couldn't, you had one thing to bring back Claw. You couldn't even bring back Claw? You got the super potion, the suit and everything? You can't do that? Just, man, don't even get me started with that movie. But black people, oh, it's a black cast, it's a black director. Oh, we love it. Wakanda forever. It's like, shut your dumbass up. <laughs> oh. Okay, we got one more question. We got that game collector. He asks uh, Lucas, uh, "What good advice would you give a smaller channel 
that you've learned since you started? Uh, it depends on what, what what's the channel about. Uh, he does game collecting, uh, retro games, uh, modern games. He tries to do reviews. Reviews of like modern games. Uh, modern and retro. Modern and retro. Yeah. Uh, here's the thing. Uh, if you're gonna have, if you're gonna do a channel, you want to grow big. Have a brand. Think about a brand. That's why I say because there needs to be something that people associate you with. Because with my channel, it honestly happened naturally. With the oh my goodness. <laughs> That honestly just happened. Like, I did one video, and I was like, oh, I, I kind of like this. Because everything I was talking about was just like, oh, my goodness. I just couldn't believe that I was saying this. And after a while, people were like, I hate it, I hate it. And then after a while, I was like, oh, I like it, I like it. And so get that one, sh that, you need to have that shtick. Every channel has that shtick. Um, you need to have that. Basically, it's something that people can go that they they're, that they're expecting, and you'll see this with every channel. They have that one thing, whether it's you know I don't know how they move the camera or how their shots are aligned or what they say, or they have a certain lexicon that only their subscribers know. Like if I was, oh my goodness, on like another channel, they'd be like, "This guy's stupid. Why is he saying that?" Or if I would just scream like, "What?" Like every once in a while, I'll just just say, "What?" Because it's just so. The stuff I report on is just so crazy that I just I just say it. <clears throat> so have something about your channel that's unique to you, to your channel. Yeah. Whether it's how you edit your videos or how you go about, you know, talking about the channel. Because what I honestly wanted to do was actually, because I'm an animator, I, I was thinking about doing just animated politics. But I was like, yeah, that's going to take way too long. I can't do that. But yeah, just have something, have something unique about your channel. And be passionate about it. Like, there's so much stuff going on right now with politics and stuff and little stuff. Like, I don't do... People hit me up, like, do a video on this, do a video on that. I'm like, it's not that big that it needs a video done. Like, they're stupid. They said something stupid. Well, duh. Like, I try to, uh, you know, go on the wave of, like, big stuff that's actually happening that I'm actually passionate about. Like, stupid stuff. Uh, or, yeah, so just... just do videos that you're you're passionate about because if you're passionate about it, well, it's going to be easy to do that video. Yeah, and and that's one of the things. Like when I started, I started off doing uh, tech reviews, like phones and, and tablets and computers, because a lot of the people I, I I had a group I ran with, and we were all trying to do the same thing. And I noticed that everybody is trying to become the next Marquez Brownlee or MKBHD, and like. Mm -hmm. the, you watch his videos where he talks about how he started, he just he's like, find your voice and just do your own thing. Like don't try to be like someone else. And I feel like, especially like in the game community, you know, game reviews, Nintendo community, there's a lot of copy and paste stuff. And it's like just stand out. Just because you have a thought doesn't mean you need to have a video on it. I see a lot of people that do that. Um and you, you need to definitely not focus on subscribers, not so much focus on views, because like you said, if you got that passion, that comes through to the audience. You know, yeah. like with me, I say, you know, I started saying last year, I'm Hawaii's favorite YouTuber. And it's come to a point where people, when they hear that, they think of me. It's like you said, it's branding, you know, 
it, it, it's fixing their mind. So yeah, you got to think about that long term. Because what I mean, the reason why I did Amazing Lucas is because it allows me the the maneuverability to, to cover politics or to cover gaming or to cover you know fitness when something happens. So I'm not just stuck to one one thing. Yep. And with his channel, if he's doing retro and gaming, you know, look at some of the bigger channels. Look at you know uh, you know work on some of your SEO and your 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 key terms and your your keywords, your long tail and your short term. See what people are actually looking up. You know, frame it in a way, you know, take a copywriting class or whatever, or, or YouTube uh, copywriting class and see how people, you know, work things so people are enticed to view the videos. Don't worry about monetization. I'd say don't monetize your videos until you get later, far, far in the game. Yeah. I, I've seen people that are starting YouTube, like smaller channels, and, you know, they're complaining about having lost two or three subscribers. And I'm like, that's nothing. Like, yeah, you're going to see the numbers fluctuate. If all you're doing is focusing on numbers or views and subscribers and you know what you can get, and it's like, then you're not you're not in it for the right reason. And I'll tell a lot of people, YouTube is not for everyone. It's really not. Yeah. All you need is that one big video. Yeah. That one video that resonates with a lot of people. And, you know, that'll at least give you a name. But here's the thing. If your other videos before that one big video are crap, it's not going to be good. That's what I noticed. Because, you know, I put in so much... I, I like to think I put in work in, like, the videos leading up to some of my other bigger videos. And it, it's crazy. Because I put in work, and it's like they got, like, 100 views or 5 views or 10 views. I was like, it, it, it upsets you in the beginning. It's like, yo, I put in all this work, and nobody's going to see my, see my video. It's like, this is bull crap. But it's like if you put in the time, if you're consistent with it, and you put in the time, and you work, you know, you work the, the SEO, and you start, you know, looking at other big channels and see what they're talking about, mm -hmm. then yeah, people are naturally going to see your video. It just is what it, it's going to. It is what it is. But the thing is, you only get one shot. Yeah. Well, actually, I won't say you get one shot because you could, you could have, you can have a, you know, a couple of bad videos and have a, a couple of good ones. But if overall, the majority of your content is good then people are going to follow you. I mean, some of my content, like early on, most of my views were by people who weren't even subscribed. Yeah. And, like, I noticed, especially when, in the, you know, if you're in the YouTube game community and you're trying to get, get review codes and stuff like that, and what I've, I've told people, like, because I've gotten to a point, I'm only at 2,000 some odd subscribers. I know you're, you're like, well over 30,000, and like, I've noticed, for me, like, once I started looking at YouTube, like, especially in the game department, like, as a, a business, and I'm reaching out to companies, like, now I, I work with Sony, I'll work with Microsoft, I'll work with Nintendo, or Sega, or Konami, like, they'll send me games to review, and I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, I could be concerned with trying to get my subscriber count out, or I could work with these companies, get the free stuff from them. And then in that in and of itself, if I build a good reputation with these companies, then they're going to market me in their own way. Yeah. So, I mean, there, there's many ways you can go at it. But I think, like you said, man, it, it really is about, you know, the passion, the marketing, the branding, and just 
not being there's to me like one of the guys in the chat liquid metal he says when he scrolls down and search results on youtube he's game collection he sees too much of the same stuff that's because a lot of people do the copy paste formula yeah you can't do that because no. then there's no reason to watch your channel because yeah. they can get it another thing is is also quality i mean i wouldn't hearken so much on quality as opposed to content if you're putting out good content, you know, I've watched videos that look like they were filmed with, a, you know, a potato, but the guy was funny, and I liked what they were saying. Yeah. It's just like, like that Nintendo Direct stream, like, when they, did, when they did the Direct a couple days ago, and it's like, I saw everybody, everyone in the Nintendo YouTube community and gaming community, they're all streaming Nintendo stream. And I'm thinking to myself, why am I going to watch their stream when I can just watch Nintendo's? Yeah. You know? <laughs> but, but look, Golden Nugget is every once in a while, just go against the curve. Yeah. That's that's the best Golden Nugget I can give you. If everyone loves this game, just every once in a while, just be like, you know what? Fuck this game. Because there's nothing like, there's no other, you know, the one emotion that surpasses all is hate. That's a strong emotion. So if you're completely just ripping on a game that everyone loves, you're going to get views, and you're going to get people commenting on it. Oh, what the heck are you talking about? This game is great. I love it. I love it. And gamers are passionate. Oh, my God. They are passionate. Yeah. <laughs> All right, man. I guess that, that's it for the questions, uh, unless you want to say anything else. No, that's, that's, that's pretty much it, man. It's pretty much it. Just also be careful on what you cover. True. So I know politics with my channel. I know I cover, you know, mostly politics, but it's a lot of gaming stuff. That can also limit you. Because some companies may not want to, to, you know, sponsor you or to give you or have you do reviews because it may alienate some of their base. Yeah. So just keep that in mind in everything you say. Don't say anything crazy that someone, you know, Five years or twenty years down the road, can like ah, oh, you remember when he said this? That's, that's but, very true. Yeah, I mean, with anything I say, I wholeheartedly believe everything I say. So I'm like, go for it, because I'm I, I'm more than willing to defend it. <clears throat> yep. All right, guys, thank you guys for watching and listening to the podcast, Lucas. Again, thank you. Thank you so much for being on the podcast, man. This, this Thank is, you for the invite. Appreciate it. I had tons of fun. This is yeah, man. This is amazing. Definitely got to get you on again. Um, and yeah, man. Just like I'm gonna stop the broadcast, but yeah, man. I need to get your connects and we can play some PlayStation sometime, man. Absolutely. All right. Thank you guys for watching. We'll catch y'all in the next one. Deuces, wow.
cult of personality The cult of personality Personality, the cult of personality.